This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. You know, I got to tell you, it feels like NBA All-Star Weekend used to legitimately mean something. And I don't know if that was because of the competitiveness of the players or because of the era that we were in where people wanted to see superstars playing together, but now we always see superstars playing together, so it doesn't matter as much anymore. I don't know. I, I don't know what changed. But what we what we saw over all-star weekend james i i this isn't a new thing this isn't the first time that people have complained about all-star weekend this just feels like it really came to a head because there was nothing particularly entertaining about the weekend at all it was just there it just existed as a nostalgia point for basketball fans yeah kyle i told you uh this a long time ago. like I, i'm way ahead of the curve on this there is really nothing all that redeemable about it it's it's a big, blustery mess where people are going from one station to the next. The players don't have a great time. The fans might have a good time. I'm not sure. But for media, it's not fun to cover. There is no original content. Everything is, is kind of staged and overdone. And the basketball and the skills and everything else, it's, it's just not great, right? Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. see an all-star game that looks like that. And to me, it's just such a missed opportunity. And Kyle, you could just see like the bitter disdain on Adam Silver's face. Like he was just so disappointed with the product that his his league put up at All Star Weekend. And part of it, Kyle, it's his fault. It's a lot of it. Yeah, is his fault. I and, agree. And like you want to make it a star driven league, and you want to give these guys a this really, really long, you know, rope to to go be like individuals and stars, mm-hmm. then you're gonna deal with this. This is it was not a team game. It's not a fun thing to watch. It's just a bunch of chucking and a bunch of guys who don't want to be there. And I now I, I fully side with De'Aaron Fox. Like, why would you want to go? Like why I would much right. rather have the weekend off. Right. And I think that's that's what the guys who are there would much rather have the weekend off. 
And that's why you see what we saw on, 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 on Saturday night. Like that was gross. Yeah. That's dunk. I just, <clears throat> or excuse me, the game, I guess was Sunday, Sunday, excuse me. <clears throat> no, Saturday night, we watched two G league players who should have been in the finals of the dunk contest. Right. Because they care, and and you couldn't do that. You had to put Jalen Brown in there for some reason. They tried to they tried to rig it for Jalen Brown. They did. Who, it it looked like Jalen Brown approached the dunk contest like they've asked him to do it every single year, and he finally went fine. I'll do it, and I'll show you why you should never ask again. That's right. That was how he approached, <laughs> and he still won. They still almost had him win. It was ridiculous. I look, man, I, I don't, we can talk solutions and whatnot. I think talk about all-star game three point contest. I thought the Steph Curry, Sabrina, Sabrina, UNESCO, uh, shootout was great. I thought that was and more entertaining. Part. I, I wanted right. more. And, yeah. It was the most entertaining part of the weekend but to me. If you're going to quote unquote, fix the dunk contest by putting, it, um, I, I need to start by having the all game in a place that people who aren't in the game want to go. Oh yeah, I, I it just I guys are turning down an opportunity to spend a week in Miami or a weekend in Miami or a or Hawaii, yeah, or anywhere that's not the Midwest in February. And that's not to knock Indiana or or Cleveland or whatever. I've never been to those cities. I cannot speak on those cities, but I do know it's cold as heck. Should should the All Star <laughs> game should the All Star game be like a set list between like five cities or whatever, like those warm city names or something like that, like kind of how they do with the Pro Bowl. Yes, that's what I think anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, told, I don't know where you land on that. Jay. I told you, I went to New York for All-Star Weekend, and it was with windchill factor. It was like negative 19. It was the coldest I'd ever been. You couldn't walk a full city block without having to go, like, drop into a coffee shop without getting frostbite. Jeez, like, on your man. face. Like, your my face was burning the entire time. You, you had to wear a beanie. You had to wear a huge coat. You had to wear gloves everywhere. Like, there was, it was miserable. And, you know, it's New York City. You'd like to go out and do other things. Well, like, you can't even get from one place to the next. It was mm -hmm. so bitter cold. So I don't get that. I mean, I think that that's one thing, like, if we're going to compare, like, all of the, the sports, which I, I think we will in a little while, but, like, how about you just find somewhere that, that isn't freezing cold and that fans can go outside and enjoy themselves? Like, New Orleans has always been great for it. Um, but it's also, it's tough. You You put your your main game in February every year. Yeah. And and that's just, it's not a great time of the year for, for, uh, you know, for anything really. It's just too bitter cold. <laughs> I know, man. I don't know if it, I don't. So look, the league's not going to cancel it altogether. Right. Like that's just not something I think the league is going to do. They're going to turn over every possible stone and look the, the NFL, not that, Anybody is sitting there like thrilled about the Pro Bowl, but at least the flag football game is a little bit entertaining to watch. And at least the skills competitions highlight some of the things that these guys are good at. Like it's it's at least entertaining to have on in the background. The it, if I didn't do this for a job, I would have watched zero seconds of All-Star Weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, it, I tried just, to watch I, zero seconds. I tried. <laughs> right. But it's it's it, that's the thing is it's one of those weird things. I feel like. As a basketball fan, I, I I feel like obligated to to turn it on, and then because this is my job, I'm like, okay, I need to watch this. I need to take I need to take this in. But the game is stupid. Like the game itself is dumb. 
Yes. I, I get, okay, there are, the, can you fix the dunk contest? Like, sure, there, there's ways you can tweak. Can you fix the three-point contest? Okay, yeah, there's ways you can tweak it, this and that. But the game itself, what's supposed to be the actual showcase of the of the league stars, I don't know if there's, I, I'm interested in your thoughts on this because you, you've covered the league for a long time and and have been around it far more than I have. Is it just a matter of, I, what do you what do you think the biggest factor is? Is it guys not wanting to get hurt? Is it the fact that the superstar thing were is just so oversaturated now because we can turn on League Pass or we can go to Twitter or Instagram and see highlights of these guys? Is it because so many stars already play together? Like what what is it that that happened that made the All Star Game not m- matter now? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like somewhere along the way, they stopped playing defense, and I know part of that is it. Like nobody wants to get hurt or hurt somebody in in a game that doesn't matter. And I get that, but there has to be some sort of incentive for players to go. And, and yeah. Kyle, like, I'm not sure how you fix that, but when you watch, it, it's players get shipped from one place to the next, to the next, to the next, the entire weekend. It's It's not conducive to, like, having a good time and being part of something. Like mm-hmm. there, there is uh, like because I've I've gone out with them. There, there's a point where uh, you got to go do some fan stuff, and then you got to go into the community and and go act like you hammer nails at a Habitat for Humanity house. And like this is what we're doing to give back here. This is what we're doing to give back here. The league has such a showcase, but then on top of that, Kyle, it's like, hey, um, you're a Nike guy. Nike has a has an event, and every, you need to show up at your Nike event. And you need yeah. to show up at this event and you need to show up at this event. And hey, the Kings had a, a banquet. They had a brunch uh, on on Saturday. And like, hey, it, it can be a good thing. DeMarcus Cousins was invited and showed up and took part in the Kings brunch. So maybe we're, mm-hmm. we're mending some fences at All-Star Weekend. Maybe that's a good thing. We right. we have a picture of Brad Miller and Vivek Ranadive and, and DeMarcus Cousins out there. Hey, that's a good thing, right? But yeah, it's become like such a a thing where you have an itinerary and your day is packed and it's not fun. It's not, it's not a break at all. And then they try to give these guys a couple of days afterwards, like, Hey, if you're in the all-star festivities, you don't have to show up on Tuesday. Like everyone else, you can show up on Wednesday and it's just a mess. Mm -hmm. It it is. So I don't know they've expanded the weekend. So it's more than a a weekend. It's a full week off now uh, for players. And I, I would, if I'm an owner or if I'm a fan of a team, I would much rather have my players go enjoy themselves, get away from the game, clear your head, get ready for what's next. Uh, don't get exhausted at All-Star Weekend because you have too many responsibilities. Yeah, I, I just, it feels like in in a in a era of basketball where players are more skilled than ever, that should be something the league can highlight. And a a a 48 minute five on five game is not that no like watching watching uh <laughs> damian lillard pull from half court like that's that's okay that's a fun that's a fun thing to to see but watching guys dribble through what are ostensibly traffic cones and throw lobs to guys who are not being defended and there's nobody under the basket it's just not watching carl anthony towns go for 50 points is not my idea of a good time no. <laughs> i i, I um, watching a team score 211 points in a in an environment where it's basically the equivalent of an empty gym, like that's not that impressive to me. 
Kyle, watching yeah. two teams combine for 168 three-pointers. What is that? That's it's grotesque. That's guys, not, that's guys not wanting to go play basketball. It's not even fun to watch at all. Like, I, I, I don't know. know what that is. I don't know what it is. And whatever it is, they need to stop doing it and they need to, they need to move on. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about some fixes for All Star Weekend and and some different things they can try. We will talk about that uh, coming up in a bit. I have some 49er stuff I want to get into as well because um, it, it appears that everybody's trying to like slam the eject button on on their roster already. Mm. Um, and that's not a thing that needs to happen yet. And we'll 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 talk about why. Um, and then. Real quick, we will have an update on Scott Pollard uh, from from you, James. We'll have that uh, coming up as well. But before we hit the break, um, one of my uh, buddies and one of my coworkers from the NFL Wire Network, uh, Mark Lane, uh, passed away over the weekend. Uh, and I just wanted to shout him out because you meet a lot of people in this industry who are very much out for themselves and who are very much um, not willing to put in the work and they feel some sort of um, like obligation or, or entitlement to something. And uh, Mark never, ever had that as uh, the managing editor at, at Texans wire. He was a huge Cowboys fan, um, but worked his ass off to make Texans wire the best thing it could be. Uh, he was always super helpful, um, not just when people asked, but would reach out like during Super Bowl week and would reach out to who the editors were and be like, how can I help? What can I do to help you? Not to boost his own profile, but just to genuinely be helpful. Um, and he was hilarious. And that's something that uh, that is is really, really hard to find. And uh, I am better for having known Mark and uh, uh the NFL wire networks are, are definitely worse without him. So uh, just wanted to shout him out. Uh, he was one of the best and uh, I appreciate all, all the work he did. So yeah. sorry. I uh, just wanted to get Scott. that. No, it's uh, it's all good. Um, we're, uh, you know, moving forward. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, that's what Mark would want to do. He'd probably be mad that I made it a sad thing. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's how uh, that's how we're going to move forward. We'll talk about uh, the All-Star game. We'll talk about the 49ers, and uh, we'll have an update on uh, Scott Pollard next right here on ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESP 1320. We're back in here locked in. That's James. I'm Kyle. We're talking all-star weekend. We'll have some 49ers offseason stuff, whether the team is going to trade or not trade. Brandon Ayuk, we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, James, hey, an update on Kings legend Scott Pollard, please. Yes, uh, Scott Pollard underwent uh, heart transplant surgery this weekend. And uh, everything, uh, like, initially has gone really well. Um, I know, like, from what I've read this morning, he is uh, he's a little sore today. Um, but he was actually like absolutely incredible. He's able to stand in less than 24 hours. And then he was able to walk with a walker. Um, and if you guys haven't seen the videos, I, I put it up on the King's beat, but also, uh, Scott's wife, Dawn is on Twitter posting updates nonstop and, uh, like talk about inspiring. I mean, uh, like, but watching, a doctor and a nurse try to help uh, a six foot eleven giant up off a bed was uh, it's it's comical, um, but it also it, it kind of tells you like what he's up against. Uh, you can see like his right arm is nothing but like little little cables going into his body. Basically, they had to uh, do an inter- an external uh, pacemaker this morning, I think. Um, and hey, look, um, there is a GoFundMe account for him, so. Uh, Kyle and our, and our, we have a mutual friend named Jody Bacon. Uh, everyone, like if you've been in the Sacramento media scene for any amount of time at Jody, or you've heard her name before running the GoFundMe account for Scott and his wife. Yes, he's an ex NBA player, but that was a long time ago. And, uh, I, I think that that's something you need to realize that NBA players, uh, their lifespan in the game is so short and then they, they go on to live a, a, life after that and uh so uh use help if uh there is a gofundme you guys can jump on board with that uh i've tweeted it out a couple of times so you can go to my twitter handle um or you can just you can too uh just remember that scott is spelled with one t uh that's the easiest way to find scott pollard uh it's uh and kyle just reposted it on twitter as well um good luck to him uh in his in his journey this is not an easy journey and it's not going to be an easy journey for him and his family for a long time. And, uh, you know, you, you wish the best for him, but he's lucky they found a heart for him because, uh, a guy that size has to have, um, a donor that's like six, three or bigger in order for him to get a heart that will fit him. And so the parameters of finding a heart for him were difficult as it was. Uh, and, and so hopefully everything goes okay for him and his family here going forward. Yeah, that's uh, the videos of him walking around were Wild. unbelievable. Yeah, like, I exercise and can't get out of bed the next day. I still got a new heart. And he's like, all right, up and out. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, look, uh, this is a, a forever issue for him, you know, and right. life expectancy. You can look at life expectancy after heart transplant. It's not great. 
Uh, so this is this is just uh, one step in his journey, and um, you know, like uh, Godspeed to him and his family because this isn't an easy one at all. Yeah, no doubt. This is yeah. You don't get a new heart, and then it's like okay, hey, go live just like you were. Yeah, can't imagine that's uh, going to be an easy thing. So uh, shout out to Scott, shout out to his wife Dawn, and uh, shout out to Jody for yeah. putting that GoFundMe together. It is on uh, Twitter. Uh, James and I have both uh, tweeted it out, and then it's uh, Jody Bacon, Jody with an I, if anybody wants to go track it down uh, there as well. Um, All-Star game, All-Star weekend. How do you fix it? Let's start with, d- does the three-point contest need fixing? I feel like the three-point contest is fine. It just kind of is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think the three-point contest is fine, uh, but I would also point out that, hey, look, watching... Uh, you know, Sabrina and Steph go head to head, I thought was was super cool. And if you're gonna throw Matt McClung and you're gonna throw in um, you know, again, most people don't know that uh Obi Toppin had a has a brother and had no idea. And there he is in the dunk contest, right? That no, that wasn't Obi. Um like if you're gonna do that, then why not do more of a, a global challenge where you do bring in a couple of G Leaguers, you bring in a couple of the the ladies from the WNBA game, and you promote the other products that you have. And so that's one way that if you could expand one of these events, I think the three-point contest is probably the easiest one to do and to have guys go up against a guy like Steph or, or some of these stars in the three-point shootout, I think that that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I also think that... Uh, you could probably do something like where you you have a couple of shots that are way deeper. So, yeah, I agree. The one the one above the break there is not like, dude, you should go second rack and then like the logo, and then get one from the logo. Yeah, and make it worth six points or or whatever. No, there's definitely little tweaks that that would be easy on um, <clears throat> on the three point contest, and I think it's for the most part fine. I just think you need to have your your guys like Steph in it. I think Damian Lillard doing it is great. Um I think mixing in the 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 WNBA aspect of it was was really fun. Uh there's there's I I, I honestly the three point contest is the thing I have the, the fewest gripes with. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. No, I totally <laughs> agree. It, it is. Um but but I I I think with the dunk contest, I don't think it's necessarily as easy as just hey get lebron in it get um you know i i i can't even get jason tatum in it i don't know who whoever like pick your pick your favorite star player mm-hmm. i don't think it's necessarily that easy i just think that we've seen it all no i, I think just so. don't think the create i think we're lacking creativity more than anything yeah i think there there is a limitation to what you can do as a dunker um, although I, I think that if you watch some mixtapes there might be like some, yeah. some guys out there on YouTube that can do some things that, ha- that have never been done in an NBA dunk contest. Um, I like the originality issue. Like I'm tired of watching people dunk it, jump over the top of people. It doesn't really like, I mean, I, I get it at Shaq and you had, you, you jumped over Shaq, but I mean, Ben McLemore in like 2013, 2014, jumped over Shaq sitting in a chair in a giant throne. Like it, it's, right. it's old, like all of it's, it, it's old, it's stale. There's not a lot you can do. I think the one thing that you could do is I, I think there are some Supreme dunkers that are hiding in the league that um, mm-hmm. they just don't get invited. Like even some star quality guys that, um, mm-hmm. 
that you could probably, if you up the ante big time and said, hey, look, uh, everyone gets a million bucks and the winner gets two million or something. Or yeah. everyone gets a million bucks and, and the winner gets two million that goes towards the charity of your choice or your, mm-hmm. your foundation. Um, mm-hmm. That to me is a way that you could maybe get a couple other guys in, involved. Uh, so we're not watching, again, like sort of the G League versus like a NBA star. Or right. open it up and have it like like go out and find the like do American Idol style and find some of the greatest uh, dunkers in the world <laughs> and bring them in and be like, okay, look, like oh, that'd be you, incredible. Yeah, you get to go. You can dunk against Matt McClung and and uh, and then maybe some other guys. Like just like forget the fact that it's an NBA thing. Just yeah, make make it the platform right. Uh, yeah. And maybe that's something that that would work as well. But for what we're seeing now, it's just like, come on now, this is yeah. You you, you know? have to you have to add some kind of like competition level to it, some kind of stakes. And G League guy v G League guy v Jalen Brown, like just doesn't move the needle. What no. what are the stakes there? Oh, Jalen Brown lost to Mac McClung. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But if but if it's LeBron James losing to, and I'm just picking LeBron because it's the big, like, like I said, pick your favorite, your favorite dunker, Malik Monk, um, losing to some rando off YouTube. Like that's more, that's, oh, that's an interesting storyline. Like, yes, yeah. that's, that's kind of fascinating. And I'm in, like, I will, I will watch the heck out of that. It's just, I don't, <clears throat> I, I think financial incentive, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think that's ultimately the driver of all this. Yep. If if you incentivize, but the problem is, and Sam Amick, I believe, wrote about this in the Athletic today. About a bunch of the Athletic NBA writers wrote how they'd fix the the All Star Weekend, and somebody brought up financial incentive. But Sam Amick kind of pushed back on it and was like, "These All Star guys are typically already on their second or third contract, where they're making forty, fifty plus million dollars a year." Yes. If, 200 grand is not going to 500 grand is not going to move the needle for them to get them to really try. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, now you run into the issue of, okay, every winning player gets what's the number $4 million. Well, now that now you're as a league, you're out almost $50 million for the winning team Mm. and the losing team's got to get something like that's not going to fly. Yeah. So I don't, I'm with you on that. Like, I don't think that there's a way to fix the actual game itself. And mm-hmm. I mean, in all honesty, like when I'm watching the game play out, uh, it's missing players like Sabonis, guys who actually mm-hmm. care, guys who actually play the game the right way, guys who aren't out there just you know flashy and 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 you know showing out and just chucking. That it's mm-hmm. kind of like you you strip away what's good about the game. It, the game is is great because it's five guys working together. One guy can't mm-hmm. single-handedly win an NBA championship. And right. you know, that it just so when you get into an all-star game and it feels like five individuals, I don't think there's any way to piece these guys together and make it like more more cohesive, but the way you do that maybe is to bring in guys who are actually team players. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how much the, the, at that, at that point. So, so who, who's your starting five then? Oh yeah. In I, the West. I, and I, how are you, how are you dictating team player? You know, I, I just, that's, I get what you're, I get what you're saying, 
It's just not, I don't, I don't know how the NBA judges that. Yeah, I, I a, think in a what's supposed to be a showcase of their stars. No, I get you. I, I just think that the one way you can do it is by not looking at the top ten scores in the league and making sure every single one of them is in there, except for De'Aaron yeah. Fox. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, we will uh, have plenty more All Star stuff for you. And are the 49ers going to trade Brandon Ayuk? Plus, we're going to take a look ahead to the Kings' second half. Uh, what do they have to do to kind of? Uh, they finished the first half strong. What do they have to do to keep that going in the second half? We'll talk about all that coming up on the insiders sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Now back to the insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. I don't know how to fix it, man. And that's true for a lot of things, but the All-Star game specifically. Yeah. This box score is gross, bro. It's so gross. Like, it's not even... Uh, 168 attempts. One team shot 91. 91 three-pointers. Uh, no. One team shot 71 three-pointers. The other team shot 97. 97. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. 97 from beyond the arc for the East. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, maybe it's maybe it's the selection process. We were talking about this a little bit at the break, and miss because fans and media and players, those three votes get tied together to choose the starters. Mm-hmm. It's fifty twenty five twenty five. The fan fifty percent. The other two right. split the rest fifty twenty five twenty five. And it's SGA, Luka, Nikola Jokic, LeBron, Kevin Durant is your five starters. I didn't really do with the five starters. And then in the East, it's Giannis, Tatum, uh, Bam Adebayo, injury replacement for Joel Embiid. uh, And then it's Dame and Tyrese Halliburton. Don't have any issues with those either. mm -mm. No. I know there were, I know Knicks fans had a quibble with Jalen Brunson should have been starting, which, okay, fine. But. After that, I think that's where maybe because like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George played ten minutes each. I I promise they didn't enhance the game. No. Um. Anthony Edwards played thirteen minutes. He took three shots, and had one board and one assist. He was out there just moving around. Steph Curry played twenty six minutes. He took seventeen shots, thirteen of them from three. Ooh. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, 28 minutes, 35 shots in 28 minutes for cat, by the way, uh, he scored 50. Oh, and that's, I think I, I don't, that's where I think the crux of the issue is, is you have guys who go out there like Carl Anthony Towns and Carl Anthony Towns who look, God bless him. He is on one of the best teams in the West and is a heck of a ball player. Should he have been on the all-star team TBD, but. Carl Anthony Towns went out there and said, I'm going to score 50 tonight. It is my goal to score 50. That is not what made the all-star game watching one of my, one of the, the all-star moments in my lifetime that sticks out so vividly to me is LeBron James guarding Kobe Bryant on the perimeter and Drake's dumbass standing up and getting in the way of the photo. But it's LeBron guarding Kobe and like, let's go. 
like one-on-one let's let's play yeah that's fun like that's maybe and maybe that's what it is i've, I've seen this a lot turning it into a two-on-two or a three-on-three or, or a one-on-one i would watch excuse me i would watch just an hour of nba all-star king of the court where it's just one-on-one you get a stop you stay on you score you stay on mm. i would watch that over an all-star game Every single day of the week. Yeah, I kind like, of feel Team like... USA, Team USA posts videos of that all the time, and I'm always enthralled. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, Kyle, like maybe you could do like a, a round-robin, like seven-man team, you know, like f- uh, four seven seven-man teams, and they play against each other, and you got subs coming in and out, and, and you're mm-hmm. trying to like build towards something because there's just no competition in, in a four-quarter game for them. So I don't understand what, you know, do a, a 10 minute running clock or do like first team to 21 or, or, or 31, whatever it might be like, because it, it would happen like it would go really quick and then mm-hmm. you would have some level of competition, even especially if you, you don't even need to do full court, just do a half court version. Like I, there has to be something here that we do that's different than what's happening right now, because to me, it's like you just turn it off. That's that's what I do. Like I, yeah. I just don't sit down. Like, why am I going to waste my time? That's not NBA basketball. That's not what I cover. So I gained nothing. No, it's not even fun. And that's the thing, James. You say it's not NBA basketball. It's not what I cover. And I would be fine with that if the guys were still at least trying like a little bit. Yeah. If there was a, a modicum of even if it was like okay, hey, on this possession, uh, everybody's going to clear out and it's going to be one on one. LeBron and I know it can't happen like this because they're both in the West, but follow me. Um, one on one, it's going to be LeBron against Kevin Durant. Yeah, or or it, I, I mean, pick somebody from the East. It's going to be LeBron against Jason Tatum, and they're just going to clear out, and it's going to be one on one this possession. I would even be fine with that. Yeah, but it's the fact that it's LeBron jogging down, and he's going to do a funny dribble between his legs while the other five guys in the East stand around, and he throws it off the backboard. Oh, and then Kevin Durant goes in and dunks it. Great. Cool. Yeah. I don't. I know and, I, I, someone brings up like what I'm talking about is kind of what they're doing in the Rising Stars game. Yeah. like That's fine. And first of all, why are you doing that in the Rising Stars and not in this? Because it seems like the Rising Stars, at least you might get a little bit more like full court activity and like guys actually mm-hmm. trying to play to show that they're the, the next uh, mm-hmm. Why you're reserving that for that game and not for the main game? I would switch. I would I would have a, a standard game for the Rising Stars and then for the the main team. Like, look, I bump up the incentives or, um, you know, like I, I like do what Major League Baseball does. Like the winner is is gets game one of the of the NBA Finals. Whatever conference wins, they get game game one of the NBA Finals. And people will say, oh, well, that's not fair. It's like okay. Well, you guys have messed around and ruined our all-star weekend. So how how do we fix that? You guys need to earn that. Like and that's where that's where I would start going like make there has to be some sort of incentive for these players to actually go out there and try hard. I I I I don't disagree. I don't love the idea of a home court advantage going to the winner of all-star weekend because the East went out and won 
excuse me, the East went out and won All-Star Weekend or won the All-Star Game by 25 points. Mm-hmm. My math is right there. Yeah, 14. Yeah, 25. What if, and just follow me, what if the Kings go to the finals and their guys had didn't get a chance to play in the All-Star Game? That's hilarious. And now they have to they have to not have home court because uh, LeBron James and Kevin Durant and Nikola Jokic didn't care enough about the All Star game. Yeah, but I, you have to understand I, that I those guys that, are going to be <laughs> yeah, but those guys are going to be fighting for it as well, right? And and then because like they they're also in it for the championship. I mean, most of the guys that are in the All Star weekend, except for uh, your your two Lakers and and one Warrior, are are basically in the standard playoffs, like the eight-man playoffs, as if it were to end yes. today, yeah. right? Um, the mm-hmm. old-school eight-man playoffs. I don't know, Kyle. Right. I, I think there are other ways that you could do it. Like, like I would bring up that, like, I'm kind of tired of the legacy players getting in. And sure, they're great, mm-hmm. and they're fun. And, of course, they played minutes. But why don't we do something like expand the rosters to 15 players on each side? Yeah. And then do three legacy players of those fifteen. So, so again, you'd have your twelve man roster, but then these three legacy players. And if they a legacy player gets into a vote and is one of the starters, that's fine. They they mm-hmm. automatically like there's a little star legacy like put a stamp on your on your name, and that means that someone else in the regular team and the non starters gets an all star bid. So. That's a way that I think you could do it. I think you could also do better representation. Um, I don't fully agree with Major League Baseball where every single team is represented at All-Star Weekend because I think it does get watered yeah. down. And I think there are players mm-hmm. who have made All-Star teams where you're just looking at them like, dude, you were, I don't know if you were an All-Star in Little League and now you're in this game because yeah. because the A's have to be represented. Okay. <laughs> like, like the Pittsburgh uh, pirates who gut their team every other year, they have to be included in All Star Weekend. So some guy hey, they've started signing guys. Hey, they could have like five a guy make the All Star team five years in a row because he's a best time best player on a horrible team, and then he could be considered down the road because he got he has all these All Star nods. You're like, wait a yeah. sec, that guy's only an All Star because of this. But there has to be right. some sort of way, in my opinion, for them to improve the quality. And I certainly think that the top six teams that are official playoff teams, the top eight teams, whatever, every team should be represented at All-Star Weekend without any question. I mean, if you're a playoff team, you should be represented in All-Star Weekend. Yeah, I I, I think that's probably true. I, I think there's another thing, too, that got brought up in that, in that piece by The Athletic that I thought was a really good point, and I wish I could remember which writer uh, wrote this. But it might have been Amick, but it was about how the they need to bring in uh, local fans and how the crowd is so watered down with celebrities and corporate donors and sponsors and this and that, that it just loses all of its all of its kind of luster. Like nobody, nobody in the stands cares about the game. And they just want to be there just for the sake of saying they're there. And you kind of get that, that same vibe from, from the players as well. I just, man, it's just so tough because we already have an, not a, not necessarily an effort issue, but the league had to make rules about players playing in the regular season, like games that actually count. Mm -hmm. 
And then you have this game, the all-star game, that no matter what we want to call it, what we want to say about it, what it is, what it was, what it should be, what it shouldn't be, it doesn't count. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at, at all. So you have you have guys who are are already, and again, it's changed a little bit this year because of because of the the 65 game threshold for postseason awards and all NBA, et cetera. But you already had guys who were looking for ways to to back out of games. And now you have this. Like, I just don't I don't see that that changing at any at any point. Because guys now, the all-star game is is great, but it doesn't mean what it used to. And everything is so playoff and ring focused now mm. that that's always, always going to take precedence over well, I performed well in the all-star game because it doesn't matter if you perform well in the all-star game. You could have 10 all-star game MVPs, but if you never win a title, that's that's what's going to headline your career resume yeah said, oh he never won a championship and you're not going to get credit for trying hard in the all-star game so guys are going to take it as time off yeah, yeah okay i'll go mess around i'll go put up 35 shots and not try on defense yeah it's funny i mean if you think back like mitch richmond won an all-star game mvp while in sacramento and it was a big mm-hmm. deal like that was a big deal it was like hey not only is mitch representing sacramento in the all-star game but he actually goes out there and has an impact and, and yeah. he actually, he wins something from, from the game. And I, I think that that was a point of pride for a lot of people in Sacramento. Like, Hey, look, we got a guy and sure. like, I, I don't know that, that it has to be something like that, but like you brought up the local fans, it is a bunch of like star chasing and like, I don't even know how you get started, how you get fans into the building. There's so many media members again, Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't even matter uh, to me, it it's become such a ridiculous thing that like it, none of like going to it as a media member. Like I, I went one year, I think it was in, hmm, I want to say it was in Houston, maybe it was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. No, it was in New York, and they had ten media seats for thirty of us. We're like what are we supposed to do? They're like, well, we have like a little area you guys can stand. It's like, <laughs> well, you don't want us, cover- I guess you don't want us covering it then? Not really. Like, I like whatever you can do, it's like, okay, what are we, like, where are we supposed to put a laptop? Like, oh, well, like if you get one of the seats, that's hold cool. It. Yeah, like maybe have someone else hold it for you while, you know, it's, while you're typing. I, I don't know, but... Like the whole thing is like poorly designed is I guess my point. And for as many people you want local fans there, like there's mm-hmm. such a huge area for in some of these games where they just open up hundreds of seats for media members because there's media from all over the globe who are watching it to get nothing mm-hmm. to realistically to get nothing. What are you, what are you there for? To be there. Yeah. Just to, to be, be there. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It's man. in San Francisco next year and I can't wait to go. We'll be there and just see what it is. Oh just yeah, yeah. See what the what the deal is. Yeah, and then the whole time looking, you'll be thinking, why is it that Sacramento can't have one of these? Because this is stupid that they can't have one. <laughs> that I mean, that's what it comes down to. You know, they make excuses. Oh, you don't have enough four and five star hotels. Okay, that's fine. I I don't know what the number is you need. Oh well, you don't really have other places that you can put events it's like okay you got the convention center you got Rayleigh Field you've got 
like riverboats, like Sutter Health Park. Sutter Health Park. Yes, there, there, you. There's so many different things that you can set up. Like I, I don't get it. Like it, you can close off part of J Street or just close off K Street the whole way down and make like a big festival there. I don't know. Like they, they like to make excuses for why Sacramento can't have one, and none of them really make all that much sense. Yeah. Not enough four and five star hotels is just like okay, sorry. <laughs> if that if that's if that is then uh, fine. Yeah, I, I guess I don't I don't know. Um, I've fallen down a rabbit hole of the nineteen ninety five All Star Game now. Oh, that was it was in Phoenix. It was those yep. sick purple jerseys that are that are now uh, all the rage on. Uh, uh, Mitchell and Ness. Final score, 139 to 112. Oh, look, a basketball game. Uh, no Michael Jordan in that one. Oh. Because he was still retired. But you had, on the East, you had Penny Hardaway, Reggie Miller, Scottie Pippen, Grant Hill, and Shaq. And then in the West, it was Latrell Sprewell, Dan Marley, Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp, and Hakeem. Uh, Mitch Richmond, Gary Payton, David Robinson, Detlef Schrempf, John Stockton, all on the bench. Carl Malone. Ugh. It's a pretty strong bench. The, strong to quite strong East, bench. <laughs> really good bench. Yeah. Uh, the East bench, it was uh, Vin Baker, Dana Barros, uh, Joe Dumars, Patrick Ewing, Tyrone Hill, Larry Johnson, and Alonzo Mourning. Mm. No wonder the West won going away. All right. The West is such a better team. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find uh, Rock's stat line real quick. 10 of 13, 23 points, four boards, two assists. He was three of three from beyond the arc. And he won the MVP with that? And he won the MVP with that. With 23, 23 points. points. Yeah. Yeah. A guy uh, did not get named MVP who scored 50 in this game this weekend. And you know what it's his coach so says about that, right? No. <laughs> yeah, just out there hunting shots. I mean, that's what he said when he, he scored 62. It's just like... He <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns is the weirdest... Dude, Carl Anthony Towns is weird as hell, bro. Uh... He thinks he's like he he just kind of is where he is in the NBA hierarchy, right? He's not a top tier player, but he's probably like that second tier down, right? Am I are, are we all in agreement there? Yeah, to me, he's. I mean, first of all, he's not an all star. Like the fact that his team is leading the is leading the West or was leading the West when mm-hmm. when the votes came down, sure. But outside of that, he already had all star representation in Anthony Edwards. Like to yeah. me, Cat just he's. We talk about hollow stats or or empty calories. That's empty calories right there. And, and not only that, but like historically throughout his career, like how many games has he taken off? How how many months has he taken off during the season? Like there there's enough there that you're just like, he's not as far as I like in anyone else's hierarchy outside of whoever decided to put him on the All Star team. So. He is a four-time All-Star. This is his fourth All-Star. He's been All-NBA twice. Yeah. One of which was in 2017-18. He played 74 games in 21-22. But that's the only time in the last five years that he's eclipsed 70 games. Uh, He's on track to do it this year, I should note. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a good he's a good player, but not a great. But he's trying to like speak into existence that he's this legend and this awesome player. Yeah, and I don't 
I don't, I don't quite, I don't get it. Like, I don't think that's what people want when they're saying like, dude, you need to, you need to be like the dude. You need to be a guy that in the biggest moments, people are leaning on you. You need, it's not just saying, oh, I'm a legend in this game and legends can work together. He's talking about him and Anthony Edwards. It's like, that's not, no, you're not. Like, Wait, you're fine. He, he called himself, player. himself a legend? <laughs> oh. Yes. He thinks very yeah. highly of himself. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, you want that, you, you, you'd you prefer to see that kind of confidence, but it feels fake because we've never seen that before. And now he's just trying to speak into existence that he's this awesome, really good player. And maybe he will go to the playoffs this year and be incredible and he can change the narrative on his on his career so far. But, man, I just... Carl Anthony Towns is a weird dude. And then it's like he goes out in the all-star game and goes, I'm scoring 50 tonight. Yeah. And I'm going to be the guy that scored 50 in an all-star game. I'm like, no, you're just the guy who took all the shots, bro. Well, it's also a lot of shots. A lot of people are probably looking around like, why is he here? And he probably heard it as well. Like, why is he there? Yes. And like, oh, I'll show you why I'm here. I'm going to put up 50. Like, okay. You know, you know how many times he's made it out of the first round of the playoffs? Uh, once. Didn't they win a playoff series a couple years no. ago? No, the answer is zero, Kyle. Oh, they won the play-in. Yeah, no. Was that the one where Patrick Beverly was like on the scorers table? 2018 play-in game. They they're one and four in the playoffs. 2022, they're two and four in the first round. Uh, and in 2023, they were one and four. Yeah. For his career, he is uh, 18.6, 11.4, 2.1 in the playoffs. 33% from three. Yeah. But he's an all-star, Kyle. He's an all-star who who can put a 50 in a game. And 60 he did. He in, did in score, a regular he did season. 50. He, he can. Hey, he's, a, he's a walking bucket. That's now, I am now convinced. I, I saw him in the all-star game. I am he's now convinced shooter. that Carl Anthony Towns... Uh, I would also point out, um, I don't know if there's ever been a player in one season who scored 50 or more, be it an all-star game or a regular season game, that lost both games. Just saying. Oh, I think, ooh. Is that a stat we can look up? That's a great, that is, that should be, I I, I think Will Z is in here, and he is not in the midst of a show right now, so he might be able to look it up quicker than me. Um, But Steph might have actually done it this year. Where he scored 50? I know he has at least one. Yeah, I know he has at least one. And lost? Where he scored 50 and lost, yeah. Oh, uh, stand by. Hang on. Wow. That I can look up really quick. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He had 46 and a loss to the Lakers. Okay. And then 60 and a loss to Atlanta. See, now I've made up my They're own pretty stat. Close. Yeah, I've made up my own stat. I'm sticking <laughs> with it. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, the only yeah. player ever. Uh, maybe uh, not. Will, Will, wants to, Will is in the chat. He is here. Uh, what's the question? Has a player ever scored 50 and lost twice in the same season? Yes. And lost. That's the question. Yeah. And lost. So 50 and <laughs> lost, two times, same season. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns just feels like one of those guys that, you know, we always talk about this with Domas, where we talk about like, okay, where's the balance between him scoring and him setting up his teammates and being the offensive hub? And like, where's the balance? Where's that? With Carl Anthony Towns, it's so clear to me. Like, bro, when you're scoring, your team is worse. <laughs> when, you're, when you're a high volume scorer, the team is, is, demonstrably worse yeah i think you could call him the anti-sabonis like without any question a little like, bit yeah, yeah i i mean at the end of the day i you know he again he puts up numbers but i'm confused uh again how 
of the top 19 scores in the league, one doesn't make it, and it's De'Aaron Fox. And and then you have this other guy who, you know, again, Carl Anthony Towns, 22.5, 8.4 rebounds, 2.9 assists. How is that more He's valuable? Fine. How is that more valuable than a guy averaging 20.1, 13.2 and leading the NBA in rebounding and 8.3 assists per game? Sixth in the NBA. How is that more valuable? How is twenty two and a half, eight point four, and two point nine? I don't. I don't care. I don't care that his team is because is his, is good. Like in the first four months of the season, and that his coach was the coach of the All Star game. Yeah, but that didn't have anything to do with him making the All Star game. Like that, his coach got in as a coach of the All Star game because they were leading the league at a specific point in the season. I, I just and they're still leading the sure. league. Right now, they're they're thirty nine sixteen. So, yeah, it, it's not. And I know, yeah. like someone said uh, in the chat, uh, Ramsey said NBA leader in rebounds doesn't get make the All Star team. He's not just a leader in rebounds. He's the leader in triple doubles. He's a leader in double doubles. He has fifty double doubles in fifty four games. He's got eighteen triple doubles. Like he's he's an elite player that somehow gets left out of of all-star Travis Shaman mockery weekend. So anyway. Yeah. There it is, Kyle. I preached in the choir. <laughs> I have no notes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I will Z has come through. There are a bunch of players who have scored 50 twice in a season, two or more times in a season and lost. I can't wait to get to these numbers with you. We'll also talk Kings in the second half of their season. They don't play until Thursday. Uh, but we're going to keep them in the conversation. we got that coming up for you next on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 